Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moms on the Grind podcast. My name is Sarah Desmores. I'm your host. So Moms on the Grind is a podcast for the working moms. And I do want to clarify, a lot of people might think that because I'm a single mom, it's only for single moms. Absolutely not. I think that if you're a working mom or even a working parent, you know, I call it Moms on the Grind, but I know that a lot of men listen to it as well. So if you're working and have children, this is the podcast for you. I share tips, tricks. I interview really, really awesome people. I have really good interviews coming up, but today it's going to be a solo episode. So if you guys remember, I think it was one of my first episodes where I talked about traveling with a toddler. So I wanted to do a part two on that one because my daughter is now seven years old and it's totally different, right? So Uh, When the older your kid gets, the easier it is to travel, but there's still things that you need to know. Uh, There's still things that I do that have made traveling so much easier. And we actually just came back from an all-inclusive vacation in... um, in Mexico. It was pretty cool, actually. I traveled with my daughter twice this year. We're blessed uh, to do that. We were blessed uh, to travel twice this year. I'm sorry. So we went to Aspen earlier this year in, uh, well, not even that much earlier. That was uh, end of March. And we just came back from from this all-inclusive in Mexico. So I had this deal with my daughter that if she did really well this this year in school, I'm talking really good grades, behavior, everything, not just the grades, right? I told her, listen, if you do well, we're going to go on a vacation, just me and you this summer. So you better believe that she worked her butt off this year in school and, you know, she did really well. So I, I said, you know what? She needed a vacation. I needed a vacation. And the reason that I chose an all-inclusive is because... It's actually, you know, it's not my first time going to an all-inclusive with her. It's actually the third time. But for me, going to an all-inclusive with a kid is the ultimate vacation because you don't have to figure anything out. You don't have to figure out food. You don't have to figure out activities. You don't have to figure out, okay, um, how are we going to get to the beach today, right? You don't have to figure out, okay, like we're going to go to the pool, but like what are we going to do for entertainment for the kids? I mean, everything is in one place. And I can even set her to get her drinks on her own. I mean, when I say drinks, I mean like her virgin pina colada, whatever she wants. But I feel like all-inclusive resorts are real vacations. I mean, you go there for five days a week, however long you want to be there, and you're really relaxing. You're not stressed out about anything. The food is included. It is included. The alcohol is included. Everyone there is generally in a good mood because everybody just wants to, you know, have fun and relax and chill. And I I just really like the vibes. You know, I've been going to an all-inclusive since I was a teenager. And well, since I was a kid in Canada, actually, I'm from Canada. You guys already know that. But when you live in Montreal, all-inclusives are super, super, super popular. So, the difference between the U.S. and Canada, actually, so I know people listen um, listen to me from both countries, is that, you know, Canada, people go to Cuba a lot. It's cu- I find that it's mostly Cuba, Dominic- Dominican Republic, and um, Mexico, right? So, But in the U.S., you know, the all-inclusives, Cuba is not really, you know, you guys already know we can't really go to Cuba like that. It's not the same. I can go as a Canadian, but I'm just saying just in general, people from the U.S., I find that they go to Mexico a lot. They go to the Bahamas a lot. 
uh, Jamaica, Dominican Republic as well. But I feel like DR is maybe not as as popular as Canadians. But anyways, that's just my opinion. But anyways, uh, we decided to go to Mexico. We went to Riviera Maya. I'll give you more details on the resort because I would highly, highly recommend it. But when I was choosing on when I was choosing the vacation, I was actually looking into Dominican Republic as well. So I was looking into either Mexico, Riviera Maya, Cabo, or uh, Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. I wanted Jamaica, but I was actually very, very salty about going there with my daughter. I love traveling with my daughter, don't get me wrong, but every time I went to Jamaica to an all-inclusive, it was with my friends and we would go out a lot, and that was actually my favorite part because I really like reggae. You know, I really, really, really love reggae. I love going out. I love dancing. So I'm like, you know what? I love my daughter. I love doing that. But you know, this vacation, it was just going to be me and her. So I said, you know, I'm not, and I'm not going to go out by myself. You know what I mean? Like, even if I leave her with a babysitter, I wasn't going to go out alone. So I'm like, you know what? Let me not even go to Jamaica. Like, unless I'm bringing my mom or like my, like even my mom, like even if I would have brought my mom, what I would have went out alone. So I said, you know what, Jamaica, I'll go another time. (laughs) I kind of felt the same way about DR because DR is really, really fun to go out. I love dancing merengue too, but you know, the cool thing about Dominican Republic is that, and I don't know if the protocols are still like that when you have kids, but I remember when I was younger and I would go to Dominican Republic with my parent, with my mom, uh, even though I wasn't 18 years old and my sister was younger than me, we were still able to go to like the hotel's quote unquote club or party room or whatever they call it. So I think, you know what, if, if anything, if I go to DR and it's open, uh, I can always bring Eva to like the hotel's club. But anyways, long story short, I ended up deciding on Mexico Riviera Maya because of so many reasons, not just because I actually love Mexico because I actually went to Tulum last year and I just love the service in Mexico. I find that in general, the customer service is really awesome. And also when it comes to the all-inclusive resorts, I mean, the prices were good. Um, I won't say the beaches were the nicest right now. Uh, when I went in October, they were better, but they were still good. You know, they were cleaning up the beaches, removing the seaweed every day. So I said, you know what? I found this really cool hotel. It's only, it's less than a two hour flight from Miami. Let me go. Let, let, let's go to Mexico. It's going to be quick. It's going to be easy and safe, especially. I think safety is really important for us. So I'm going to share eight tips with you guys. And I'm also going to do my travel essentials, uh, a couple of travel essentials. A lot of people have asked me, and when I say a lot of people, I'm not just saying it just because I'm like on a podcast, but I've actually had people DM me to ask me to do this episode number one. And I've also had people ask me, hey, what are your travel essentials? So I... I'm going to mention a few of them in this episode, but be on the lookout for a blog post on momsonthegrind.com for my travel essentials. I'm also going to do a post on Instagram about it. So guys, let's talk about my eight tips. So part two of the traveling with a kid episode for mom on the grind, moms on the grind, and my eight tips for going to an all-inclusive resort. Okay, first tip, and I did talk about it uh, in my introduction, is to figure out your options and do a lot of research. I think that the best thing to do is to ask around. Um, that's something that I did, and people were people gave me really awesome suggestions, right? So I know other families that like to go to all-inclusives, I let them know, hey, I'm thinking of going to an all-inclusive, do you have any suggestions? 
I also asked my friends that are non-families, hey, did you ever go to an all-inclusive that you were a little bit annoyed because it was mostly kids, right? So I actually got suggestions that way also. So very, 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 very important. When you do your research, you know, when you Google hotels, of course, you're going to get the hotel results first. Everything's going to look glitz and glamour and perfect because, of course, it's the hotel that's paying for these ads and promotions, right? So very, very important to actually do your own research. So what I like to do is once I, you know, once I get a couple of hotel suggestions and I go, let's say on Yelp or TripAdvisor, I don't just look at the first photos, okay? Because the first photos on these websites are from the hotel. So you're going to get the nicest photos of the rooms, the nicest photos of the amenities when there's literally nobody and it's like a drone shot of a hotel when it's vacant, right? Which is not reality. So make sure that you scroll down and look at photos from travelers, okay? Super, super important to do that because you want to get the reality of things. Uh, Sometimes hotels on their websites, the rooms look really good. But then when you go look at the traveler pictures, you're like, ooh, no, absolutely not. It's happened to me a couple of times. There's this hotel in Tulum, this all-inclusive that I saw someone that was at recently. But then when I looked online, I was like, I know that I'm not going to spend a lot of time in the room, but I don't want my room to look that crappy and that bad. Like, I don't want that. But anyways, so make sure that you read the reviews as well. And what I like to do to filter out the reviews, again, my favorite place to look at is TripAdvisor because I feel like that's where most people leave reviews, right? So look for you, what you can do. You can Google your the hotel's name and then TripAdvisor, okay? Click on it. And then when you go to the reviews, what I really like is that you can filter out the reviews for families or people with kids. So you don't want to you don't want to waste your time reading a bunch of reviews like, hey, me and my husband went on our honeymoon, blah, blah. You're not going on a honeymoon. You're going with your family, with your kid or with your kids. So you're not trying to read those reviews because it's not that you don't care about that, but it's not, you know, that's not what we're looking for here. So make sure that you filter out the reviews and put families. Uh, that way you can read what people with families or children had to say about this hotel and uh, the service and everything. Another borderline um, investigator thing that I like to do is I like to go on Instagram and I write the hotel and I go search for the location. So, you know, when people go on Instagram and they put a photo, they post a photo and they put the location of the hotel. So you can actually search that location and see not only the top posts, but the recent posts, right? So maybe I should do a screen record to show you guys how I do it. So just go on Instagram, go under the search tab, uh, write the name of the hotel and then you know it's gonna say like accounts posts and one of it is places I believe yeah I double check it's actually places so once you find it go don't go don't just look under top posts go under recent posts because the recent ones are the most accurate because what if the hotel underwent renovations and now the rooms look nicer or whatever it is or what if The hotel looks really nice online, but recently they haven't been removing the seaweed, which was an issue in Mexico right now. You guys do your research before traveling, but if you travel in summer, there's usually a lot of seaweed. So I wanted to make sure that the hotel I go to, um, that they remove the seaweed so that we can enjoy the beach a little bit, right? So ask around, 
look at reviews online and look for it on Instagram. You can also look on Facebook as well. That's another good place to, to see, you know, the reviews. But I find I found that doing these things have helped me a lot in choosing where to go and helping me make my decision on where on where to go. Okay, number two, once you figure it out approximately where you want to go, you need to create a budget and you need to create a budget after figuring out, you know, the hotel and also the flights. Guys, I don't use a travel agency. So I I think I should have said that in the beginning. That's very important. I am my own traveling agency. I feel like we're in 2021 you don't necessarily need a travel agent to, to plan all of this. But if you do, especially if you're a big family, I do suggest maybe using a travel agent for that. But if you're very tech savvy like me, uh, if you like to look for deals online and know how to use Google and the online searches, I think that, you know, with a little bit of time and a little bit of research, you can plan the vacation on your own. But again, feel free to use a travel agent. But uh, for the flights, I like to use flights.google.com to find the best deal. Okay. I don't use Expedia. I don't use any of these websites. I just use, I just go on flights.google.com. I look and I have a lot of flexibility with my time. And I also have flexibility with days or whatever it is. But anyways, uh, I look at my flight there. And what I do like, if you're going with American Airlines, right, you can actually do a 24-hour hold on a ticket. You don't have to purchase it right away. That's what I like with a AA website if you find anything going with American Airlines. But anyways, there's other airlines. You can book it on flight. You can go on flights.google.com, figure out which flight works best for you. So once you have the hotel and you have an idea of the cost of the hotel, and keep in mind, when you find those hotels and you find a price per night, that's the price including everything, including all the meals, all the alcohol. Make sure that it's all inclusive, okay? So once you have that and you have the plane tickets or you have an idea of how much your plane ticket is going to cost you, make sure that you create a budget. That's very, very important, right? For example, some hotels include the transportation from the, aer- from the airport and some do not. So if they don't, make sure that you have a budget for that, okay? Um, some hotels include you know, let's say two nights only at their a la carte restaurant. So meaning that, you know, most hotels that are all inclusive have the buffet, but they also have restaurants on site. So some hotels will tell you, hey, you can go to these restaurants any day of the week, right? For free included. Some hotels say, hey, you're only, if you're coming for a week, you can have two nights at the a la carte at the specific restaurants, you know, those are like really like sit down restaurants, not dinners, not uh, buffet dinners, right? So some of them will tell you, hey, you can only go two nights a week, which was the case in our hotel. And they said, if you want to go a third night, it might be 20 bucks per person, for example, right? So, you know, you need to have a budget for that. You also need to have a budget for if you want to go to the spa, if you want to get a massage. You, those are all things you can look up in advance. You know, I it was very important for me to go to a hotel that had a spa because I said, listen, I'm, if I'm going there and I'm going to be relaxed, I, I want a massage, right? I want to spend, you know, let's say a couple hours at the spa, right? If you're planning on going out or doing whatever it is, and then you might need a babysitter. Again, you might need a budget for that. You need a budget for souvenirs, for random activities, um, some hotels, they, they offer tours, they offer, you know, we went swimming with the dolphins. Those are all, those are not free guys. Like you need, you need to have a budget for that. And it's not, they don't do family packages. It's literally, they do, 
you have to pay for each person for each activity, right? So if you want to do a tour, a safari, whatever it is that you want to do, you need to have a budget for that. If you're just going to the hotel and you're like, we're not going to do any activities, that's totally fine also. But if you do want to do at least one activity during the time that you're there, you need to budget for it, okay? Uh, Another thing that you need to budget for is additional tip, right? And make sure that you have cash for that. So, you know, for the driver that brings you from the airport to the hotel. So also remember that tip is usually included, right? So at the hotel, the bartenders, the servers, all of that uh, tip is included, right? So the tip that I'm talking about is just for additional stuff, right? Like for drivers or if you're doing a tour for the tour guide, you know, things like that, you need to have cash on hand. And you also need to make sure that you budget for things that can come up that are emergencies. For example, let's say you forgot Tylenol and then you need to buy Tylenol and then the Tylenol you're going to buy is going to be like five times the price in the U- than in the US, right? So you want to budget for that. And also souvenirs, right? Uh, you can always, you know, a lot of souvenirs, you can negotiate the prices for them, but just make sure that you know that you're going to have cash for that. And also I tell people, don't budget, don't, you don't need to budget for alcohol if you're going to an all-inclusive resort, um, unless you're at a resort that doesn't have top shelf alcohol and you only like top shelf alcohol, which in this case, I would tell you buy something at the duty free and then bring it to your room at duty, at the duty free, I mean at the airport and then just bring it to your room. Right. So Yeah, you don't need to budget for alcohol. Okay, third tip. It might seem like it's a given, but I'm shocked at how many people don't think about that. You need to arrange for safe transportation from the airport to the hotel. Hear me out, okay? A lot of hotels have the transportation included, okay? Which is great because you're like, oh, that's included, that's fine. However... Some people don't, some hotels don't have the transportation included. So you, you can either arrange for the transportation in advance or just get a cab from the airport, which I highly do not suggest. So if your hotel does not have transportation included, make sure that you arrange for it in advance. That way, when you get to the airport with your kid, someone is already waiting for you. You don't have to like, and you know, especially in Mexico, when you get to Cancun, there's so many people, do you need a cab ride? Do you need a cab ride? It can become a little bit overwhelming. But if you already booked a transportation in advance, you're just removing so much stress from yourself. Okay. Another thing is, you know, for example, my hotel had transportation included. However, there's a, that transportation had a bunch of other stops before the hotel. And I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to do that. Let me just book my own transportation. That way it's just me and my daughter and we're going straight to the hotel. So I like to use this, uh, when I go to Cancun, I like to use this company called e-transfers. Again, I'm not paid for, you know, to promote these companies or whatnot, but I've used them a couple of times. I really like it. I like to get the private transportation where it's just us. And the cool thing also is that in advance, you can get some snacks, you can ask them to even bring beer or alcohol or water, whatever you want, right? So you want to make sure that whatever company you decide to use for transportation, read the reviews online because you want to be safe. You want to make sure you're going with a reputable company that has reviews and that people like using and where the where the driver and the customer service is very, you know, not only safe, but very good, right? Because for example, uh, I ended up changing my plane ticket in terms of the time and I was just able to just go on the e-transfers website and just chat with someone and have to make the change, right? So 
I like to use the, the SUV, but they also have vans. If you guys are a big, a larger family, they have vans. They have the different types of transportation, but if you're going to pay for it, I highly suggest getting private transportation. The, the cost between, you know, let's say a shuttle that stops at a different hotel, at, at different hotels and the cost of just having a private transportation, the, the difference in cost is really, really low. So again, read reviews and make sure that you have money for the tip. Number four, there is a couple of essentials that I highly, highly, highly suggest that you bring. Do not forget, because if you forget these things when you get to Mexico or to wherever it is that you're going on an all-inclusive, uh, it might be very, 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 very expensive to buy. Okay, so number one are sunglasses. Make sure you don't uh, forget them. It's happened to me that I got on vacation and I realized I forgot my sunglasses. And, you know, whether I had to buy sunglasses at the airport or at the destination, it was way more expensive than if I would have just bought sunglasses here in Miami. Don't forget sunscreen. Oh my God, guys, the sunscreen in those all-inclusive hotels is like $20 US. It's ridiculous. So make sure that you bring your sunscreen. Make sure that you bring hats, books, flip-flops, cover-ups. And another thing is that, you know, hair products, right? So all hotels come with, you know, shampoo, conditioner, things like that. But you're not trying to use that. It might not be the best quality depending on where you're going. But I always suggest make sure that you bring your own hair products because if you forget anything again the cost to replace them or to get them in that country is going to be very very expensive and one thing that I like to bring are you know jean jackets because sometimes at night it can get chilly especially in those restaurants and you know you're just sitting there you're maybe going to the show because you know a lot of those all-inclusive hotels have a show at night depending on where it is but you just want to make sure that you have a jean jacket or like a hoodie or something you know in case you're going somewhere that it gets chilly not just like bikinis and sundresses like make sure that you have at least one thing to cover you in case you go somewhere that it's a little bit cold so when it comes to other essentials I'm going to do a blog post about it. That's what I mentioned before. And I'm going to put some visuals because now I can, I'm going to tell you a few of these things, but you know, some of them I can't, it, they're hard to describe, right? So for example, for me, I have this Longchamp bag. It's this bag that I've had, you know, I like the Longchamp brand and it's this bag called a pliage and there's a zipper in the middle that makes it bigger. So I really like to travel with this bag because even when we're going to the beach to, during the day or to the pool or whatever, I can make it smaller and put everything in it, you know, goggles, sunglasses, whatever it is, right? Um, also, make sure that if you're a girl, make sure you bring tampons and pads, <laughs> okay? <laughs> make sure you bring those because if anything happens and then you get your period while you're on vacation, you you don't want to pay. You know, I had to pay. I personally had to pay 15 US dollar for a box of eight tampons. Okay, so make sure you always bring those. Uh, those are very, very essential. Uh, make sure that you bring... Um, I'm sorry, medicine, right? So Tylenol, Advil, whatever it is that you're, Pepto-Bismol, whatever it is, because again, the cost is super expensive. And a little extra for you guys. So there is this vitamin called NAC Sustain. So N-A-C Sustain. It's like this liver vitamin. I find it, you can either find it at Whole Foods or on Amazon. 
The bottle, the bottle is red and white. Guys, this vitamin is a lifesaver for hangovers, okay? Because when you're at an all-inclusive and you're drinking all day, there's nothing worse than that 5 p.m. hangover, okay? Because you've been drinking all day in the sun. So Naxistane is basically my hangover miracle vitamin. I usually take it before drinking and I'll take one after drinking as well. Guys, I don't know what it does. This thing is like a miracle. I have this guy, I went to a conference once. And I had this guy like pulling these out of his pocket like it was drugs, but it was like vitamin. He's like, guys, take those. Like, I swear to God, we're going to have no hangover. And I was like, yeah, right. This doesn't work. It works, guys. Knack sustain, okay? It really, really works. It's great for all-inclusives because you're drinking so much. You know, when you're all when you're all at an all-inclusive, it's 10 a.m. and you're drinking, okay? Some people even 8.30, 9 a.m. you're drinking. Like, it doesn't matter. You're on vacation, but um, yeah, highly, highly suggest that. And for the kids, a couple of things that are very essential is I like to bring beach toys. If possible, you know, the, those little shovels, things like that, you know, things for the beach. Uh, the iPad is great for um, not only for the airport and the airplane and make sure that you download everything before for the flight, right? So, um, you know, Netflix, Hulu, games, things like that. Those are great. Um, I also really, really like the headphones that comes that come with the iPad. Well, that you can get with the iPad, the ones that cover the ears. They're not only good for the airport and the airplane, but when you're getting to the hotel and you have to check in, right? And then your kid is just bored. Okay, they can just play on the iPad. I am absolutely not the mom that is anti-iPad. I just think that as long as you monitor it and the games are good or whatnot, those are great because if the kid isn't distracted when you're trying to figure things out and they're always going to be in your legs and always going to be with you or complaining or whatever and you know same for you know making reservations let's say you want to you get to the hotel and you want to go to the spot to make reservations for the restaurants or whatever it is the kid can just be distracted so love 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 the ipad for that things that you do not need okay when you go on an all-inclusive you know i just talked about a couple of things that you need you do not need girls, women, ladies, you don't need any heels really, you know, unless you, I don't know. I just found that every time I went to an all-inclusive, even if I'm going out at night or whatnot, heels are just not it, especially if you're going to be walking on the sand a lot. There's a lot of walking involved when you're in an all-inclusive, you know, to go from point A to point B. So heels are just useless for me. Also, anything too fancy or too many, too much jewelry, things like that, you don't need that. It's just keep it simple when it comes to how you dress. You can dress cute with some jewelry, but don't overdo it. And for kids, don't bring too many toys. That's one thing that I found um, because they're going to have so much fun in the pool and, you know, meeting other kids or whatever. All the toys you brought uh, might not, you know, they, they might completely ignore them. Same, same goes for books for kids. You know, I brought every time, like I would bring books for Eva and like, she doesn't really care. She's just like playing around. Oh, and one thing I forgot to bring, totally, totally forgot about it. Guys, for your kids, bring goggles, 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 goggles. Okay. Because when they're going to be in the pool or in the water, whatever it is that they want to do, bring goggles. Okay. Super important. And also if your kid doesn't know how to swim, make sure that you bring uh, some type of life jacket for them. All right, now tip number five, and I briefly spoke about it in the previous tip, is to make the reservations early, meaning the day that you get there, right? So the day that you get to the hotel, 
let's say you, you're there for five days, seven days, that same day, make sure that you make the reservations at those a la carte restaurants. That way you can figure out the week, the upcoming days, right? Same for the activities, right? So you can start making your reservations early if you can, right? Some people prefer to just sit by the pool and they'll figure it out later. But I found that when you make your, your reservations early for you know, the restaurant, for the spa, for, for everything, anything it is that you want to do and you, and you make those reservations early, it's just going to remove a lot of stress of trying to figure things out. You can already plan your schedule. You can already say, okay, today's Monday, tomorrow, after tomorrow, we have these restaurants on Wednesday. I have the spa at this time. And then you can just make arrangements accordingly. Okay. So Try to make your reservations in advance as much as possible. If you can make some reservations even before you arrive there, I know that some hotels allow that, especially for the spa, do it. And another thing is that for me, whenever I choose a hotel, I make sure that I choose one that has a kids club uh, so that you know, if you do want to go to the spa or want to do an activity on your own, you can leave your kid at the kids club. And what's cool also is that usually these kids club have a schedule also. So you can always look at the schedule and say, okay, this day they're going to be doing this activity. So I'm going to leave my kid there for, for a couple hours, right? So make sure that you plan accordingly. All right, tip number six might sound a little bit funny for you guys, but I found that it really works, it really helps, and it doesn't matter how old you are. So number six is to take naps every day. <laughs> okay, hear me out, hear me out. So yeah, my daughter is seven. She may not be the one to take naps, but guess what? Yes, she should take naps. We should all take naps, actually. So Usually when you're at an all-inclusive, you usually wake up early because you want to enjoy every second, every minute. And keep in mind, the kids are playing and having the time of their life the whole day in the sun, in the pool, running around everywhere, just having fun. And so are you and you're drinking and you're having fun. Of course, if, if you drink, but I, I know I drink. So I, I always say around like 4 p.m., 5 p.m., I force my daughter to take a nap. Like we stop everything that we're doing. We go back to the room and she takes a nap, okay? I've decided to do this and I've done it before in the past. I don't care how old she is. And even I'll take a nap because guess what? There is dinner after that. And usually after dinner, there's a show. So you want to enjoy the show or whatever activities there are at your hotel. You want to enjoy it. I'm telling you that if your kids don't take that nap, especially if they're, you know, depending on the kids, I know some kids that like never take naps that are always turned up, but I know that most kids are tired, right? And I've seen them, I've witnessed other kids fall asleep. I've witnessed my own daughter fall asleep in Aspen at her own birthday dinner. And I'm going to share a photo, photo with you guys. She literally, because she did a nap, she skied all day and then it was her own birthday dinner and she, we had to wake her up for her to blow the candles uh, on her cake. So I say like around 4 or 5 p.m., Take like an hour, have your kids take an hour and a half nap, two hour nap, wake up, get ready for dinner, go to dinner, because then dinner is going to be awesome. The show is going to be awesome. Whatever activities you want to do after is going to be awesome. And guess what? They're still going to fall asleep at like 9, 10 p.m. after that because they're going to be completely exhausted. So thank me later for that one. 
Tip number seven, and it may seem it may seem obvious to a lot of people, but I'm still shocked that people don't do this. When you're at the hotel, when you get there, make sure that you put all of your valuables. I'm talking about credit cards, passports, cash money. Make sure you keep everything in the safe in the room. And if the room or the hotel that you're going to or that you're looking at doesn't have safety deposit boxes in the rooms, do not book that hotel. Because the thing is, you put the stuff in the safety deposit box and you only take the important stuff with you to go around to the beach, to the pool and everything, okay? No matter where you go, at no, ma- no matter what the price point is, it doesn't matter. I, I just personally do not trust people. Not only, I, it's not necessarily in the room, but what I'm saying is when you're by the beach or you're by the pool, you're in the water, and then you have all that money and all those valuables and passports or whatever in your bag, like you never know what can happen. So I feel much safer and I feel better just leaving most of my valuables, including expensive jewelry if you have any, right? Leave them in the safety deposit box in the hotel and bring with you only maybe like your driver's license and a credit card and a little bit of cash, not too much, okay? Because again, you never know what can happen. Better be safe than sorry. Just leave the stuff in the safety deposit box and only take what you need, okay? At the hotel, most of the things that you book, even with the spa or whatnot, you don't even really need your credit card unless you want to pay it on the spot, they can always charge it to your hotel room, right? So guys, just don't, and I've seen people get things stolen by the pool, by the beach, whatever it is, right? Just, you know, just make sure that you put it in the safety deposit box. And last but not least, make sure that you have a lot of fun. You're on vacation. Don't take yourself too seriously. Talk to people. Go. When I went there, there was a little water park thing for kids. I was in the water park too. Like I had a lot of fun with my daughter, right? So don't take yourself too seriously. It's vacation. Talk to people. Everyone's there to have fun. Everyone's there to relax. You know, things might not go exactly as planned, but don't worry. Don't freak out. It's vacation you deserve it you work all the time for your kids right so don't just make it about the kids have fun too okay have some shots have fun meet people I mean it was just me and my daughter and then the whole time I was there I was meeting people talking to everyone just have a lot of fun and relax of course And a few optional things, a few optional tips. You don't have to do these, but those are little details that I found that when I did them, it just made everything easier. So the number one, well, not number one, the first thing I like to talk about is if you can uh, bring a family member to help you out with with your kids, right? So a lot of times, you know, I'll bring my mom, right? So if if I can, of course, if you can afford it, you know, to pay it for them or if they want to come on vacation as well. So usually I'll go with my mom or with my sister. That way, you know, if I need a little break, I don't always need to, to leave my kid in the kids club or whatnot. I have a family member that can, you know, help me watch my kid. Um, so, yeah, if you can bring a family member or a friend or, you know, go with maybe other people, not just you or if you can go with another family, it usually just makes things much easier. So another tip that I really like is get the TSA pre-check at the airport. You can do the process online. You do a background check and everything. 
um, yeah, just get the TSA pre-check because then, or a global entry, right? So when you get to the airport, you can do the really quick line, right? You don't have to do, depending on what time you're traveling, uh, our, our flight was, I think at, I think our flight was at like 11 a.m. or if I'm not mistaken, but the lines were absolutely insane. And I was really, really grateful that we had TSA pre-check because then the line was, we only waited like two, three minutes, right? In that line. And same thing for when you come back uh, to the U.S. at immigration, you can do a faster line. So it's, it's totally worth the investment. Highly suggest global entry and TSA pre-check. So another thing is, you know, another additional tip is, you know, feel free to use your hotel's nanny or babysitter, especially if you're going somewhere that I discussed that I didn't want to go because I just want to turn up and have fun. But like if you're going to Jamaica or somewhere fun, you know, feel free to use the hotel's nannies and babysitters. So, my, okay, so I know a lot of people are like, well, yeah, but I don't know them. I don't want to leave my kids with anyone I don't know. My whole reasoning behind that is... If it's someone that the hotel gives you, right? If it's someone recommended by the hotel or that works for the hotel, you can know like 99.99999% chance that they're good because those hotels do not want negative reviews, especially when it comes to things like that, especially when it comes to children, okay? So... Listen, if, if they hire this nanny or this babysitter, they're probably top, top, top of the line, okay? So I tell people, listen, just go with your hotel's recommendation because they're probably really, really good and this hotel doesn't want any smoke. They don't want anything bad. They don't want bad reviews. They don't want people to talk bad about it. And especially imagine if they have like a bad nanny and someone goes online and says, oh, the nannies are horrible and unsafe. Like this can ruin, ruin an entire hotel's reputation. So guys, feel free to use their services, okay? Another thing is that, you know, it's optional, but highly, highly suggest is bring a portable charger. So yeah, I've had a couple of moments where, you know, it's not an essential because a lot of people when they're on vacation, they don't use their phone as much, but my phone is actually my camera and my video camera. So I use it a lot during the day. I take a lot of photos, so my phone dies uh, pretty quickly. So a portable charger is really, really awesome. And another extra thing that I suggest is if you're going to get a credit card, okay, if you're going to, you know, there's a lot of credit card options depending on your credit, but if you can afford an American Express, um, either gold or platinum credit card, it gives you a lot of perks, right? So if you travel a lot like me, I found that having an American Express is really, really awesome because not only does it give us access at the lounge at the airport, which is great when you're traveling with your kid because you can just sit there. There's Wi-Fi, there's food, there's drinks. Uh, some airports even have showers. I mean, they give you toiletries, whatever you need. I found that it's just it just makes things easier to have access not only to the lounge, but also when you have a really good credit card like an Amex. Like I'm not paid to do that. I wish I was. Maybe like Amex should give me like a sponsorship or whatnot because I'm always like I'm always hyping them up. But if you have an Amex, even for the travel, for your plane tickets and for the hotel, sometimes they have really awesome deals just for members, right? So that's just an additional thing that you don't have to have, but that I suggest as an extra. So I'm actually going to be doing a blog post with the essentials. So stay, stay tuned for that. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully that was very helpful. If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me, to message me at Sarah Desimores or through the, the uh, podcast Instagram. 
moms on the grind. So guys, keep grinding, keep working, keep taking care of your kids, but also make sure that you deserve the time off, okay? You need it to recharge. You need it to get better. Every time I go on a vacation, um, especially with my daughter, and I get time to, to relax, I make a lot of important decisions, okay? There's nothing better than going on vacation and, you know, just figuring things out, right? So it's just a good time when you when you come back into town after that vacation, you're recharged, you're ready to go, and, you know, even your face will look different. Like, your face is going to look more relaxed, okay? So guys, trust me, you deserve it. And if you guys need any other tips, especially for budgeting, right? So I am... I'm always budgeting when it comes to things like that. And I've traveled to all-inclusive when I had less money and when I had more money. So I know exactly how, how to search. So guys, if you need any additional tips, feel free to message me. Have a good day, everyone. And it was great talking to you.